0: hologram video game is she high with a twinkle in her eye your grandmother (laughs) reaches for the tv remote control she's like it's 420 honey
1: like a candy
0: like the soul of a man's heart you see the soil is is, no because he's
1: salted by the the waves of the sea crashing down (laughs) all around him at the lighthouse
0: That's a great uh, Willem Defoe esque monologue.
1: Thank you. Was it the howling of the wolves?
0: Oh, yes, the howling of the wolves in the forest. Howling
1: of the wolves. You must
0: never listen to this tape. I I have listened to this tape. You should never listen to this. You should burn it, bury it, destroy the tape. (laughs) Did you ever see Grizzly Man?
1: I thought you were going to say the grizzly stein bears which i have but...
0: <laughs> no one even knows what you're saying because that's not a real word
1: mm, what's the, the berenstein bears. i know everyone
0: yeah. why does this come up in like every other piece of content i make i refuse to even talk about it anymore it's not it's go not... look up the mandela effect everybody <laughs>
1: Oh, well, this is fun. So okay. I'm on R.L. Twitter dot com. Page. Well, yeah, that's what I looked at first was uh, trivia.
0: Okay, R.L. Stein's Twitter. What's mm-hmm. going on on his Twitter?
1: I clicked on something. I got a scroll. <laughs> he says, let me entertain your kids on Halloween. Bring them all to my R.L. Stein Halloween party on October 31." halloween is a little weird this year and i'll do my best to make it weirder and fun <laughs> virtual halloween party with rl stein the novel neighbor.com the, the
0: novel corona neighbor
1: yeah <laughs> how did
0: he not think this sounds weird yeah did-
1: this gonna it's alive of course. There will be games, a costume contest, a never before heard scary stories.
0: So is it just gonna be R L. Stein dressing up in his apartment? It's I just on the imagine... Zoom call. I don't even see him in a house. He's just in his apartment changing into different costumes and being like, Hey kids, is this one really spooky? I guess what I am. I'm a devil now.
1: Well no, it's a news story. I read, (laughs) as a fun fact, it takes him three weeks to write a story, and he writes the title first.
0: Yeah. He writes the title first and is like, man, I really hope uh, Tim Jacobus uh, gets me (laughs) out of this one again.
1: Oh, spine-tingling facts about the series. Oh, my God. (laughs) 6 p.m. Central.
0: Oh, the barking ghost again.
1: Oh, the barking of the howls of the wolves. <laughs> I can't do it. I'm I don't too know, happy. I
0: don't know how much of this we're going to be able to keep, but, you know, yeah. you did talk about R.L. Stein's Twitter page. Yeah, I did. Which is spookily relevant. And I did say the barking Ooh, ghost. <laughs>
1: there's a costume contest, and the winner will sh- receive a free personalized signed copy of my friend Slappy in the latest Slappy World series.
0: I don't know what most of what you're saying. What even it is?
1: I don't know. I just <laughs> I, know Slappy's I'm, like the scary Slappy is doll thing. Slappy is, is one
0: of the dummies from the Night of the Living Dummy. He's not Mr. Wood or or Mr. Woody or whatever, because there's another ventriloquist dummy.
1: Yes, yeah, <laughs> evil.
0: <laughs> you're not wrong. In Family Matters, right. there's also uh, an yeah. evil dummy named Stevel, And in the sequel, there's a dummy of Carl. Carl's bad. His name is Carl's bad. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Chicken and Raffles's Choose Your Own Adventure Adventures. I'm Chicken and Raffles.
1: I'm Jessica.
0: <laughs> she forgot she was on a podcast. Cause she's still looking at R.L. Stein facts or something. Yeah. Uh. Well, happy Halloween, everybody. And and the reason we keep talking about R.L. Stein is because we're reading. Ge- R.L. Stein's give yourself goosebumps. Reader, beware. You choose the scare. I'm scared. Number eight, the curse of the creeping coffin. Choose from over twenty different scary endings. Boo, dude. Goosebumps is on TV! See your local TV listings for details.
1: Oh, you have the best, like, announcer voice.
0: (laughs) Ah, thank you. Hopefully that'll be enough to keep uh, everyone engaged throughout uh, another one of R.L. Stein's larks. I'm bored, you moan. I'm so bored I could eat flies just to see how they taste. Flies have germs, your grandmother replies. It's a hot, sticky day in the middle of July. You plop down onto a creaky old chair in your grandmother's kitchen. Your parents dropped you off yesterday, before they left for their vacation. They're going on vacation? That's fucked up. And already you could die of boredom. Your grandmother's old dog, Sparkle, yawns loudly. He crawls under the table. Moments later, he begins to snore. "'I know just how you feel, Sparkle,' you say. "'You sigh loudly. "'Why don't you go outside and find something to do,' your grandmother suggests. "'She looks up from the pie she's baking and nods toward the backyard. "'Go out there, you think? Into the backyard? No way!' "'You glance out the window. It's probably 90 degrees in the shade. "'But you shiver. Your grandmother's house is right in front of an old cemetery!' Rows and rows of old crumbling tombstones sit just beyond the edge of her backyard, but that's not what scares you. What scares you is that the tombstones have been moving. Uh-oh. Cool. uh Oh, cool. When I was a kid, incidental. This is a tangent. Uh, mm-hmm. When I was a kid, my mom almost bought a place where there was like some family had buried family members out back, and there what? were there were like little headstones.
1: Whoa. And we
0: went and saw it, like we went to no. go look at it, <laughs> and I was like, uh, I'm going to stay out here in the front. <laughs> <laughs> you noticed it right after you arrived yesterday. You saw the tombstones from your bedroom window on the second floor. You could tell some of the graves had cool carvings on them, so you decided to go outside and take a closer look. But when you entered the graveyard, something was different. Strange. Some of the graves were out of place. Nah, can't be, you told yourself. Graves don't disappear. But still. From your bedroom window, you could have sworn there were six or seven graves in the back row. Now there were only three. Nah, you must have counted wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you decided <to> I'm for- <laughs> really
1: bad at counting.
0: <laughs> hey, you know what? Fuck it. I just never believe me. You decided to forget it and went to bed. But when you woke up this morning and glanced out the window, the coffins had moved again. Now there were a ten in the back row. What?
1: Yeah, I'm thinking, like, they were, like, shifting. You know, like, they're moving, like, the same number, but they're just moving around.
0: Right. Now there were ten in the back row, and the middle row seemed more crowded. It almost looked as if some of the graves were moving forward, and some of the graves were moving backward.
1: And there, was amazing. Big,
0: and there was a big traffic jam in the center. The coffins were- I would
1: uh, go out to the neighborhood and be like, hey, who wants to see my moving coffins? Right,
0: Headstones. the amazing moving coffins. Yeah,
1: 25 cents. Camp out in my room. Uh, <laughs>
0: huh? The coffins were rearranging themselves. But how and why? Your grandmother taps you on the shoulder. She snaps you out of your daydream. Go on, she says. Go, play. <laughs> Go play outside. <laughs> outside? <laughs> out there? You shudder as you glance out the kitchen window again. Oh no, you cry. It's disappeared. What's disappeared, your grandmother asks. The grave with the angel on it, you screech, pointing out the window. It's gone. One headstone in particular caught your eye yesterday. It had an angel carving on it. The angel looks so realistic, you practically believed that heaven was a real place that we would go after we die. Wow. Your grandmother peers out the kitchen window. Don't be a goose, she scolds (laughs) (laughs) you.
1: I'm a goose, and I'm loose.
0: (laughs) That tombstone is still there. You don't answer her. You can't. Your heart is pounding crazily, and your mouth has gone dry.
1: I can't believe Grandma doesn't (laughs) believe me.
0: What do you mean, Grandma? Look out the window. (laughs) You're blind. You're a goose. You bolt out the back door. You've got to see for yourself. But in the graveyard, you discover that your grandmother is right. The tombstone with the angel isn't gone, it just moved. What? It had been in the last row. Now it's up front.
1: I have the best memory ever.
0: I'm losing my mind, you think? (laughs) Losing it completely? You run back into the house shouting, Grandma! You yell. That grave with the angel on it! Your grandmother interrupts you. You don't have to shout, dear. The angel? That's a nice one. Let me see. Who is buried there? Oh yes, that's Elmira Martin's grave. Before you can explain about the moving gravestones, a voice on the far side of the room makes you jump. The name is Elvira Martin, the voice says sharply. Not Elmira. You never could get my name right. It doesn't say that. Your mouth drops open. A strange woman now stands in the doorway that leads from the kitchen into the hall. A very strange woman, because she isn't a living, breathing woman. She's a ghost.
1: Who are you going to call?
0: Uh, Grandma? You begin? (laughs) But from the way your Granny is humming to herself, you can tell she doesn't hear or see the scary visitor. And don't you stare at me, you little wretch, the ghost says, pointing at you, or you'll be sorry. What What are you gonna do? Suddenly you're living in a haunted house! If you run outside, go to page 18. If you talk to the ghost, turn to page 25. What exciting decision will you make?
1: I like dead things. I am dead. I want to talk to the ghost.
0: Okay, let's do uh, six Sense. Haley Joel. That's me. Why are you here, you ask the ghost. But your grandmother thinks you're talking to her. You know why I'm here, your grandmother says. <laughs> I live here. Don't be such a goose! I
1: love Grandma.
0: For some reason, your grandmother can't see Elvira. You've always wanted to have a special skill, but ghost spotting wasn't what you had in mind. You try to think of a way to ask Elvira a question without having her grandmother think you're completely crazy. But you can't! So you keep staring at the ghost. She glares at you a moment, then motions for you to follow her. You watch as she floats into the hall and up the stairs toward your room. Follow a g-g-g-g-ghost, do you think? Are you nuts? Just the idea gives you a chill. If you follow the ghost, turn to page 49. If you race out of the house fast and go home, turn to page 30.
1: Well, it's obvious.
0: Yeah, it kind of is, actually. Option B. Oh.
1: Just kidding. Option A. <laughs> okay. Well, gotcha. You, you
0: almost got me. Good job. Uh, Page 49. Yeah, let's keep reading the book, uh, yeah. turns out.
1: Or we will be, or uh, we will get killed
0: for no apparent reason. You follow Elvira to your room on the second floor. The moment you step into the bedroom, she slams the door, rips off her dress, and she makes a makes a the weird motion where she puts her fingers up to her mouth and licks. Oh <laughs> man,
1: she's great
0: okay (laughs) you back up stumbling oh wait no
1: (laughs) whoa what does that mean
0: then she whirls around to face you her eyes turn green and begin to glow you back up stumbling and fall onto the bed you little wretch she says i don't want any trouble from you sparks seem to fly from her flashing green eyes you shrink back into the pillows then Elvira gazes around the room. Yes, yes, this will do nicely. W- 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 what do you mean? You stammer. Elvira floats toward the bed. She hovers around you. I'm taking over this room now. Get out. You would love to leave, but you are shaking too hard to get up. Besides, you have to find out what's going on. Elvira is the only one who can explain it to you. Please, you beg, just tell me why you're here. Elvira, why are the graves moving? Shut up!
1: Ask all your questions. And get off that bed!
0: I want to lie down. I haven't slept in a bed in 51 years. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, you realize? You aren't dealing with a ghost here. You're dealing with a ghost of an old lady. You better do what she says and turn to page 72.
1: Let's turn.
0: You jump from the bed. Elvira lies down. Neatly spreading her white satin dress on the covers. Her long, red hair fans out across the pillow. Ah, She sighs. A real bed! You hope she doesn't sleep too long. You have so many questions to ask, and you hope she'll be in a better mood when she wakes up. She dozes for exactly two minutes, then her eyes pop open. You notice they aren't glowing anymore. Ah, Elvira says, that's better.
1: She just needed to rest to get back to normal?
0: Yeah. Now that she's awake, you're not sure how to begin. You're almost too freaked out to speak. But you have to know. Why are the graves moving? What's going on? It's the curse of the creeping coffins, the ghostly woman answers. And we're moving into this house. All of us. All of us? Gulp. What does that mean? Rush to page 106. "'What do you mean, all of you?' you manage to stammer. "'You ask too many questions!' Uh "'Uh-oh!' Elvira's eyes flash green again. "'Don't get in our way and maybe we will let you live.' "'She soars up over your head and glares down at you. "'And don't you go talking to that ghost-hunting McFarling either,' Elvira adds. "'In the next instant, she floats backward and disappears into the wall. "'McFarling? A ghost-hunter?' You are startled by loud, clumping footsteps above you. You glance up at the ceiling. The light fixture is shaking. It sounds as if the whole crowd wearing clunky boots is stomping around in the attic. Who could it be? Ugh. I don't know what is happening in this book. Nor do I. If you want to find out about McFarling, <laughs> turn to page 16. If you want to find out who's in the attic, turn to page 85.
1: I want to go to the attic.
0: Okay. Let's take a detour. Let's see what's up in the attic. You decide to find out who's making all the noise in the attic. You glance around for something to use as a weapon. Let's see. Your grandmother has dollies. A rocking chair. <laughs> pillows. Not much to choose from. Finally, you pick up a piece of rope that your mom used to tie your suitcase closed. Okay. That's I thought weird. that. I thought it was going to go in a different direction. I'm, I'm yeah, glad it didn't. I know. Uh, you have no idea how a piece of rope could help, but it's all you've got. The pounding of heavy feet over your head makes you wonder if you're making a mistake. Question mark. But you have to find out who, or what, is in the attic. Slowly, you climb the stairs. Dust from the attic steps stirs in the air and makes you sneeze. (laughs) You say loudly. All at once, a stopping stops. The door to the attic bangs open. No! You scream when you see what's standing at the top of the stairs. You can't believe your eyes. At the top of the attic stairs is a ghost horse. A huge, wild stallion with its mane flying behind it.
1: This is awesome.
0: (laughs) You're not wrong. I was was immediately thinking, this is fucking rad now. okay. Is
1: there music playing?
0: Foam drips from the stallion's mouth. Its eyes are wild with fury. The horse backs up a step, then rears up and lets out a terrible, angry cry. (laughs) Its hooves crash down, clomping loudly on the attic floor. Wait a minute, you think. Was there a horse buried in this cemetery? (laughs) (laughs) Then you remember an extra-large grave with a headstone that read, Here lies glory, too wild for the riders of this world. I have a
1: great memory.
0: (laughs) No kidding, you think? This horse looks like a killer. Quick, you're going to be trampled, unless you do something. But what? If you jump on Glory and ride him, turn to page 126. If you use the rope to lasso him, turn to page 54.
1: Well, I think he's going to kill us if you just try to jump him.
0: I, all I want to do is see what is on page 126.
1: Is that the jump?
0: That's the jump on him page. Okay,
1: let's go, but put your thumb down.
0: I, it is, yeah, I've been keeping kind of track with the one hand. I just want to see, do you die immediately? Yeah, you do. Okay, I don't care, because I wanted to do it. As the ghost horse charges at you, you grab his mane and pull yourself onto his back. Yeehaw! Ride him, cowboy! There's only one problem! An instant later, the horse turns left. And the left turn from your grandmother's attic stairway goes only one place. Straight through the stairway wall. And then, outside. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. You grip Glory's mane even tighter and shut your eyes. Okay, you think? Makes sense. A ghost horse can ride through walls. But can you? BAM! Guess not. And that's why, when you open your eyes again, you're still riding Glory. You and your ghost horse charged through the moonlit sky, wow. <laughs> as you will, for eternity. Does it say that? Uh, yeah, this is actually real. It said on his tombstone, Glory was too wild for the riders of this world. But face it, you aren't of this world anymore. Those days have come to an- the end.
1: Wow. <laughs> also, when you first introduced the horse, I thought its name is Gloria? And not Glory. <laughs> Gloria the horse.
0: <laughs> Gloria, Here lies Gloria. She was too wild for this world. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so you want to lasso him? And see uh, what happens now? Sure. If you Unless do... we
1: also immediately die.
0: Yeah, it'd be kind of yeah. sad if the book also just ended. You start to swing the rope, hoping to lasso the wild ghost stallion. Are you kidding? Do you know how long it takes to learn how to lasso and you don't even have that rope tied in the right kind of knot, do you? Admit it. Unless you've grown up on a dude ranch or within 200 miles of a pack of stallions, you don't have a flat chance of lassoing this crazed animal. So, if you were born in Colorado, Montana, or Wyoming, turn to page 58. If you were born anywhere else, turn to page 94. What kind of shit is that? I guess we just die if we go to 94, right? Isn't that where... Is that other page? No, it's just like a different page. Okay. What the fuck is happening? Okay, well, we're it's not... A puzzle. Neither one of us is born in one of those three states, so I'm making an executive decision that we have to do 94.
1: Editor's uh, note.
0: Editor's note. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so you're not a natural-born cowboy. You're just a kid with a dumb rope in your hands and a foaming-at-the-mouth horse about to trample you on the stairs. You wave the rope at the horse, using it like a wimpy whip. You feel so stupid. You're surprised this horse doesn't start laughing. Of course. (laughs) That's kind of funny. Uh, But someone does laugh. You turn around and see a ghostly cowboy floating your way. Worst attempt I've ever seen, the cowboy says. You stare at him with your mouth open. He takes the rope from you, somehow, even though it isn't a ghost rope. (laughs) You want (laughs) a (laughs) lasso?
1: He's a poltergeist. He can move stuff. He's He's a poltergeist. He's an angry cowboy. Uh,
0: You want a lasso glory, you're gonna need some lessons from an expert. Me. A cowboy gives the rope a sharp yank and flick. It lands around the stallion's neck. Cool, you cheer. Can you show me how to do that? Sure thing, partner cowboy answers now here's what you're gonna have to do for the next hour the ghost cowboy teaches you all about lassoing when you think you're ready try to lasso glory all by yourself on on page 58 wow this was just like a whole detour just into okay i guess we're not gonna punish you for not knowing how to do it that's
1: And this is also punishment for going upstairs. It's a very
0: progressive, uh, choose-your-own-adventure book. (laughs) Whoosh! The rope snaps through the air with a swish. And a whoosh, apparently. It flutters over Glory's head. The ghost stallion rears up with an angry whinny. You flick your wrist and give the rope a sharp yank. Bingo! You did it. Talk about heavy-duty lassoing. That's just its own sentence glory snorts and stamps his hooves nearly lifting you off the ground but you hang on using all your strength you drag the ghost horse down the stairs you pull him into the den where your grandmother is watching television grandma look you shout i've roped a ghost horse (laughs) your grandmother gazes up at you from her television program oh my god you can really tell an old man wrote this and gives you a warm smile then she eyes the ghost horse Now, don't expect me to fall for that, she says. I know all about the gizmos you kids have these days. What is that? Some kind of hologram or video game? (laughs) See, I'm up to date.
1: It's VR.
0: Hologram? Video game? Is she high? With a twinkle in her eye, your grandmother (laughs) reaches for the TV remote control.
1: She's like, it's 420, honey.
0: Showers of sparks shoot out of the remote. A cracking I'm sure sh- I'm sorry what is so happening What
1: is happening uh, the TV remote
0: with a twinkle in her eye your grandmother reaches for the TV remote control and aims it at the horse oh of course she pushes she pushes a button showers of sparks shoot out of the remote a crackling boom shakes the house what has your grandmother done find out on is page the nine. ghost oh it says the narrator <laughs>
1: Glory, he's like, what has
0: your grandmother done? <gasps> what has she done? Unnamed child? <laughs> okay. When the dust settles, you are stunned by what you see. I feel like that's not the first time that's happened in this book. Glory, the ghost alien, has doubled in size. What is happening? And he was already a big horse. <laughs> yeah. Neat trick, your grandmother says. That's quite a gadget. She gets up and heads for the kitchen. I'm going for a soda, she tells you. Want one? No, oh, thanks, you stammer. You stare at Glory. The giant horse towers over you, pawing the rug. What button did you push? You shout to your grandmother. Oh, I don't know. I think it was the one that turns up the sound. Okay, you think maybe I should turn the sound down? No! (laughs) Your grandma's high. She doesn't know what button she was pushing. Your finger hovers over the volume button. You hesitate. What if pushing the button will make the horse bigger? Or what if more ghost horses appear? Get a better idea? You push the volume button. Down. Push the button on page five. I'm on a roller coaster over here. To your amazement, it works! The horse grows smaller. Hey! Cool! You push the volume button down again. Like magic, the ghost horse grows even smaller. Wow! You shout. You start pushing other buttons on the TV remote control. You can hardly wait to see what will happen. Unbelievably, when you press the channel button, that isn't even a. That's not even a, a, a. That's the
1: TV guy button.
0: Yeah, the TV guy button.
1: <laughs> see what's on.
0: The one that moves the next channel. Oh, it just moves... Oh, like scan the scan button.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now it's click. It's the Adam Sandler that's all movie I can click. Think about. Unbelievably, when you press the channel button, the one that moves to the next channel, the ghost horse changes into something else, a ghostly kung fu master. No. When you push the button again, the Kung Fu ghost changes into the ghost of an Egyptian pharaoh. This is amazing, you exclaim. Then you press it one more time. Uh-oh. Big mistake.
1: It's a dinosaur. I, as,
0: immediately, I thought it would be a fucking dinosaur, which is great, because the last time we read a goof, bu- a fucking give-yourself-goof-goof-bumps, we had a picture of a fucking dinosaur, yeah. and we never saw a dinosaur. Page 129! Let's go! It's Hitler! What? (laughs) It's Ghost Hitler! It is? No, no, come on! Wow. Not even R.L. Stein would break that one out. This time, the remote control changes the Egyptian pharaoh king into a a Neanderthal man. You recognize him from all the science books at school. Big hairy guy. Slumpy shoulders, long arms, huge wooden club. Huge wooden club? Yep. And he's swinging it at your head. Think fast. What are you going to do? If you change the channel again, turn to page 111. If you try the mute button, turn to page 78. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, mute or change channel again.
1: Change the channel.
0: All right, 111. Instinct. Plus,
1: I'm into gambling, so I want to know what happens next.
0: You press the button to change the channel again. Unfortunately, you've run out of channels. Even with DirecTV, a satellite dish, and all the cable channels in the universe combined, you can only go so far. Then you hit the end of the line. 257,000 channels and nothing on. So when you press the button for a higher channel, nothing happens. The Neanderthal man doesn't change into anything else. And you know That's what that means.
1: <laughs> because on a real TV, when you hit it, it, just hits back to one. Right, it would cycle it's back.
0: Work. Yeah, it would at least be like a, a newscaster. And you know what that means? It means you've just been hit on the head with a big, ugly club.
1: They got trolled.
0: Ow, that hurt. And he's taking aim again. Okay. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> That's what you get for trying to survive this ugly episode by pushing buttons. Seriously, didn't it ever occur to you to just duck? That's It did. F- fuck you, RL. That wasn't an option. You Either one was push a button. Or mute. Right, which that's, is a...
1: Maybe that's the duck. I don't know, but...
0: You want to go to like, 78 and find out? Yes. You press the mute button. Instantly, the Neanderthal man disappears. Phew. Close one, you think. Then you have an idea. You press the mute button again. Yep, it works just as you thought it would. The ghost of the Neanderthal reappears, and then you press it again. He disappears. You can keep switching back and forth. Now you see him. Now you don't.
1: I would think the power button would do that.
0: Yeah, not the mute button. Mm-mm. Like maybe he just like couldn't move or something if you had the mute button.
1: Yeah, like Frozen. Yeah. Oh, isn't that pause? That's yeah. a real function on a remote.
0: Well, if you have like a, a VCR remote, mm. yeah. Needless to say, this is a cool toy. You and your grandmother play with it for a few days, then you call the local newspapers. They come out and write a story about you. Pretty soon, you're famous. Every computer game company in America and Japan wants to buy your invention. The amazing remote-controlled hologram machine. You tell them the truth. You have no idea how it works. But for 10 million dollars, they can have the remote and the house.
1: Where's grandma gonna live?
0: (laughs) Who fucking cares? (laughs) Ten million dollars to little Billy's fucking rich. Grandma can go live out in a a home. When the deal is made, you leave the remote and the house behind. But there is still one more remote in your future. A remote island in the South Pacific. That's where you and your grandmother fly off to. Why? So she can jerk you off. On your private grandma island. I
1: don't like it. (laughs)
0: Ugh
1: all right
0: you like that one
1: uh, nah. it's okay
0: you want to do a different choice we're still like pretty early on 40 minutes
1: yeah let's do a different one
0: okay where do you want to converge
1: i don't know Diverge. Uh, let's see oh instead of going to the attic to see what's up there because it turns out to be glory right um, let's right. go do the other choice i don't remember what it was like go downstairs or go into the room or something
0: Oh, find out about McFarling, the ghost hunter. Yes. Okay, let's go find out about the ghost hunter on page 16. You dash out of your room and run downstairs as fast as you can. You rush back into the kitchen. Grandma, you gasp. Do you know someone named Mc- McFarling? Oh, don't go talking to me about McFarling, she says. That loon. He came around here last month. Told me he thought my house would be haunted soon. Says something about a curse, too. Can you imagine that? I don't want you going anywhere near that man. Uh, let's face it. Granny's not going to be much help. So you race in the hall where she keeps her telephone books. You flip through the yellow pages. On a hunch, you look up ghosts. Bingo. There he is under ghost exterminations. McFarling, ghost hunter. There may be hope after all. But as, as long as you can get out of the house before Elvira finds out what you're doing. Shhh, tiptoe, uh, the door, page 33. Luckily, everything in your grandma's small town is within biking distance. 20 minutes later, you've biked over to McF- Mac McFarling. What? His name is Mac McFarling? Oh, God, that's so stupid. Okay, you go to his office, which happens to be located in his garage. Oh, no. You knock on a side door of the garage. Come in! A voice calls. You yank open the door. Wow. You think when you see him, Mac McFarling has frizzy, kinky blonde hair sticking out all over his head. He's wearing six earrings, a nose ring, and a pair of heavy black frame glasses with blue Uh lenses in them. He's about 20 years old. Oh, no, he's He's a proto-hipster. So So that's why your grandma didn't like him. He's cool. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, McFarling asks. Oh, my God. You look like you've just seen a ghost. Huh, sorry, just a little ghost hunting humor. You explain about Elvira, and then she told you she was going to give you a blowjob and a jerk job in your house. On the job? I've been expecting this, McFarling says, shaking his head. I tried to warn your grandmother. Can you help us, you plead? His eyes are hidden behind blue lenses. You can't tell what he's thinking. Will McFarling help you? Find out on page 37. Suddenly, McFarling swings into gear. He picks up a strange electronic box and (laughs) heads for the door. Come on, he says. We've got to hurry. Let's go. Finally, someone who can help you. You feel better already. McFarling jumps into his car. An old VW Bug. That's kind of dope, actually. You hop on your bike. As you ride to your grandmother's house, he drives along beside you. He rolls down his window and talks (laughs) to you the whole time. (laughs) Have the gravestones been moving around? Yes, you exclaim. So you're not crazy. Why are they doing that? I'm not sure, he says. I've only seen it once before, but I think they're moving into position to spell out some kind of message or curse. Graves can spell? That doesn't sound possible. But you're ready to believe anything now. How do we stop them, you ask Mac? It won't be easy, he tells you. You are afraid of that. You were hoping it would be easy. First, McFarling explains, you'll have to fight the Keeper of the Sword. That's one of the ghosts. You'll need to get a special sword and use it to stop the MPG. What's the MPG, you ask? The most powerful ghost? It's a term for the spirit who has control over a graveyard. (laughs) Oh my god, this ghost lore! MPG, most powerful ghost... Oh, man. Once you have the sword, you must plunge it into the grave of the MPG. But you've got to hurry, because when all of the graves have moved into position and spell out the message, it'll be too late. It's the message ghost? The curse will be complete, and after that, you'll never be able to get the ghosts back into their graves. Your head is spinning from that. But you just nod as if you understand... You've arrived at your grandmother's house. McFarling stops his car and hops out. McFarling faces your grandmother's house and switches on the funky electronic box he's carrying. Red dials light up. Then you hear a loud beeping sound. Uh-oh, McFarling says. Major trouble. Give me a dollar. Uh, what? <laughs> Give me a dollar? <laughs> If you give McFarling a dollar, turn to page 57. If you refuse to give him money, turn to page 74.
1: I feel like we need to give him a dollar.
0: This is turning into my favorite adventure of just this con man, ghost hunter man. Okay. Because <laughs> he
1: seems like he knows what he's talking about. And if we refuse to help him, he might unleash his wrath.
0: Sure. The wrath of the hipster. You reluctantly hand McFarling a dollar bill. He folds a dollar in half twice. Then he jams it into a tiny slot in his electronic box. A minute later, the beeping stops. The box spits the dollar back out. Thanks, McFarling says. The spirit counter was jammed. He gives the dollar back to you. Weird, you think, but it seems to have worked. What the fuck just happened?
1: You exclaim.
0: Yeah, (laughs) bad news, kid, McFarling says finally. By my count, there are ten ghosts in the house already. That's way over my limit. You're on your own. He starts back toward his car. Wait! You can't leave me here, please! You have to help me! Okay, he says. This is what I'm willing to do. I'll help you make a map of the graveyard. Come on! A map of the graveyard? What for, you wonder? But you don't ask questions. You just follow Mac into the cemetery and do what he tells you. An hour later, you've got a drawing of the first four rows of gravestones. To see the map turn to page 127. (laughs) What? Oh, this is a drawing I was talking about before. The one drawing. There you go. Memorize this this map of where the gravestones are at, because it might be important uh, pretty soon.
1: I don't got it, but we got
0: it. All right. I'll try to remember it. And I'm done trying to remember Page 65.
1: Ooh, Back on the train.
0: You stare down at the map of a gravestone in your hands. You wonder how it could possibly help. Big trouble, Max says, peering over your shoulder. The message is already almost completely spelled out. What message, you ask? Look at the first four rows, he says, pointing at the paper. The rest of the graves don't matter. That's why I didn't put them on the map. Take a pin and circle the first letter of the last name on each tombstone. It spells out a message. Don't you see? No, you don't see. And, and you won't see until you do it. So do it. Turn, to pa- <laughs> <Some
1: sense. laughs> Turn
0: back to page 127. Circle the first letter of the last name of each tombstone. It will spell out a message or part of one. Okay, great. Okay, let's go back. What does it say? you will die de- soon <laughs> oh no you gasp you stare at the map and at the message that spells out on the gravestones you will d de- soon it actually has it with no e so okay i'm glad so that's a terrible message the graves are moving around to spell and is the you you Or is the curse directed at your grandma? Either way, it's super bad news. Mac, there's only one letter missing. Only one more coffin has to creep into place and then... Then the curse will be complete. He says, and he turns and walks back into his car. Wait! He stops, but only long enough to pull out a business card. Here, he says. Call me after you defeat the Keeper of the Sword, and then I'll tell you what to do next. This sounds like a goddamn video game. Then you jump back, and then he jumps back into his VW Bug, leaving you stand in front of your grandma's house. Oh, he, call, he calls as he starts to drive off. Two things to remember: be sure to find out the name of the Keeper of the Sword, and stay away from the Luckmeyer twins. The Luckmeyer twins? You think?
1: Oh, no, I know. That's the name on the headstones. There's two of them, Jane and John.
0: Okay, well, if you haven't met them, turn to page 64, so you don't get a choice.
1: I haven't met them.
0: Keep away from the Luckmire twins. That should be easy, no problem. Twins are pretty easy to spot. Then it hits you. Do they always stick together? Are they guys or girls? And how old are they? No way to know. Hmm. Maybe this will be more difficult than you thought. <laughs> that is uh amazing. I just see R.L. Stein just bashing into a keyboard, just <laughs> thinking his thoughts out loud onto a piece of paper. <laughs> oh, man. You feel creepy knowing the place is loaded with ghosts. And how are you going to find the keeper of the sword? You don't have a clue. Your head swims as you wander up to the second floor. Bam. A door bangs open. It nearly hits you in the head. You jump back and peer into a hall closet. Don't go in there. A voice behind you warns. You whirl around to see a, a ghost. A teenager from another time. He's dressed in an old fashioned black velvet suit with a frilly white shirt. His hair is slicked back and combed neatly behind his ears. He's smiling, but it's a sneaky smile. A
1: ghost smile.
0: <laughs> it's a ghostly smile. Should you listen to him? If you stay out of the closet, turn to page 12. If you see what's in the closet, turn to page 26. So do you want to go in the closet? Sure. Okay, cool.
1: What are they going to do? Kill me?
0: (laughs) You're going to trust a ghost? No way. Who knows what he's got up his ruffled sleeve.
1: Ooh, sick burn.
0: Yeah, good burn, RL. To a character you created. If this ghost doesn't want you to see what's in the closet, you bet it's something that can help you unhaunt your grandmother's house. Whatever the fuck that even means. You peer into the dark closet. You don't... you don't see anything. You glance back at the ghost. He seems nervous. Good. So you walk right into the closet. Ah! There's nothing under your feet but air. Mm. You desperately try to grab hold of something. Anything. But it's no use. You're falling down. Down, down into the darkness. See, your grandmother's turned this closet into a clothes chute. She opens the door and tosses in her dirty laundry. The clothes fall straight down to the basement. That's where the washer is. <laughs> and it's a two-story drop. Get the picture? Now, how would you like to be washed? Hot water or cold? With or without bleach? Because it's time to clean up your act, kid. You're all washed up in, this go- in the ghost hunting business. The end. So how do you... (laughs) You want to take a look at it? Yeah. Okay.
1: I really thought that your voice acting was top notch.
0: Oh, thank you. What did you think overall of the... uh, What is it? Curse of the Creeping Coffins?
1: I thought the main story was fun... I felt like the glory horse. They really kind of yanked your chain. I mean, we went all, all, all over the place in the book to get to that ending.
0: Yeah, I was hoping maybe once we got to the horse, maybe we could ride it around and do something cool. Maybe, but it just didn't pan out.
1: Yeah, I felt like it was kind of a distraction, but it was fine. Grandma's cool.
0: Yeah, Grandma was actually pretty fun. I don't know why Click happened in the middle of this fucking book, but yeah. it did. I mean, we don't do it very often, but you want to you want to rate it out of uh, mm-hmm. some number?
1: <laughs> how many ghouls? Yeah,
0: how many uh, curly curly heads would you give it?
1: What's the cap? Five? Ten?
0: Uh, let's say five. That way, even if you give it a one, it doesn't hurt too many feelings.
1: Yeah, it's going to be uh, like... Mm, i say give it a two at Curly's.
0: All right. I'm willing to give it as many as three Curly's.
1: What's a Curly?
0: Curly is the, uh, the mascot of Goosebumps. He's the uh, purple mohawk uh, skeleton. Okay. Often seen riding a skateboard or with a cool dog.
1: But he's inside the coffin.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that's him. Yeah. On the cover.
1: He couldn't be on the cover.
0: Yeah. It would have been too scary.
1: Yeah. I like the shimmer.
0: Yeah. It's very holographic. Yes, these books are very cool. Uh, I don't like the lack of, like, special edition, like, get an item kind of deal. Because I like that. Also, this book is kind of weird because you didn't have, like, a a sidekick ever. Yeah. Like, your grandma is, like, the closest thing to a sidekick.
1: Right. Also, we don't know her name.
0: Yeah, we never learned our name or anything about our character at all. Other than our parents don't love us enough to take take us with them on vacation.
1: Yeah. But I really like the McFarlane guy.
0: Yeah, McFarlane. There. I liked
1: the... Uh, I thought he was kind of fleshed out like the grandma in a way.
0: Yeah. He was definitely mostly a character. Yeah. Unfortunately there were like two and a half characters. Yeah. Elvira's was just She's a redhead and a ghost, and she's real pissed off when she hasn't had a nap.
1: Yeah, I can relate to that.
0: Yeah, which I can relate to, definitely. All right, well, hopefully that was... It's uh, been
1: a spooky adventure. I
0: was going to say, I hope this was uh, sufficiently spooky for listeners out there. I know you've been holding it in for two weeks now, so hopefully this did it for you. come and everything
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man
0: hey did you know that <laughs> this show is supported by viewers like you and it can be supported by listeners like yourself go over to patreon.com/ chicken raffles does stuff look for us on YouTube follow on the Facebook. Send us an email at g Not dot, don't put a dot. (laughs) It's youradventureadventures at gmail.com. What's your favorite Halloween candy, (laughs) Jessica? Uh,
1: It's Almond Joy. I like coconut.
0: Oh. With
1: chocolate. Okay. I wish kind of like the almonds weren't there, but I know that's the other one. That's like the 100 grand bar. But it's like dark chocolate instead of milk chocolates, which I don't really like. So I eat the almonds. What's your favorite candy,
0: Chris? (laughs) Uh, I'm more like a sour Skittles kind of guy. Like, give me like a couple fun bags of that and I'll be having fun. Yeah. Happy Halloween, everybody.
1: May it carry you over as a Bear to the next month. Oh, yeah, and vote. Go
0: out and vote. If you haven't voted yet, go vote.
1: Hopefully you voted by the time this comes out. I don't know what time this comes out.
0: Uh, It's still going to be in October.
1: Okay, go vote. Yeah, go
0: vote. There we go. Yeah, you still
1: got time.
0: Chicken or Raffles. Jessica.
1: We're out. We're out.